Today's episode contains violence to children, child sexual assault, child cruelty and torture. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, welcome to Trust and Evil. I'm Sam. And I'm Bryony. And we are on number 17. 17, your case, finally. It is my case, finally. <laughs> finally. So today I want to talk about Isaiah Torres. So this is a case that was brought to my attention. Hold on, so it's not like, oh, hi, Bryony, how are you? Oh, sorry. Hi, Bryony, how are you're you? You're just being like, actually, we're just getting right into it, are we? You've, I've, been, I've spent a while with you now, I'm bored. <laughs> we have spent a long time together. No, we're doing well today. Yeah, we are, we're on it. Yeah, okay, go on. Just you go ahead. Are you okay, darling? Yeah, I'm fine, thank yeah, you. How ready? are you? I'm fine, thank you. Good, I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> so this was a case that was brought forward to me by um, a girl called Megan, I want to say Keller, could be Seller. But Keller, I'm going to stick him with Keller. She posts a lot on our Facebook. She does, she, she posts loads. And I've wanted to cover one of her cases for ages. And I always read through them. And this one, I thought, oh, Yeah, that I is... always read through them. They're yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. yeah. But this one really sort of struck me. Um, So, yeah. So, like I said, I want to be doing it for a while now. So, and I hope, I really hope I do this one justice. Because the write-up that she posted, just by looking further than that, I um the write up that I read, I mean it gives you the general things, but there's quite a lot of misinformation in yeah, there. Yeah, you've got to go and hunt for. Yeah, yeah. so I actually learnt a lot more. So it's yeah. hard, isn't it? Because um, like we've said it so many times, like we get knocked for not having enough information, but like I said, like we do cases that are newer which haven't got a lot of information, or cases just aren't well known that there's not a lot of information mm. out and sometimes it's really hard to, to yeah. you really want to do the case yeah or really... again misinformation like on yeah. this one i haven't really said anything there are things saying that this little boy in particular was adopted him and his sister were adopted but a lot of the um sources didn't mention that at all so i thought i won't just in case it's wrong i don't want to put wrong information out there yeah so. but we're only human as well sometimes we might actually get it wrong yeah don't hunt us down for that no like you know like names and stuff yeah <laughs> sometimes we might get it wrong you know we try and give it to you the best we can and that's all we can really do yeah like we're not detectives rather miss stuff than knowingly give you something that might might be wrong but sometimes you have to put it in because it makes a case not sound interesting but it makes a case like Gives you a bit more understanding, understanding. Yeah. yeah. And then if you don't put it in, you sort of question yourself. Because every bit. case, I think you try and relate to it and kind of think, can you understand it from either the victim's point of view or the abuser's point of view? Or I've said to you, haven't I? I've got like about six cases that are unfinished. Yeah. Because you get right into it and then either you realise it's just not enough or information so scattered that you, you don't know what's true and what's mm -hmm. not yeah. yeah so you end up i've got so many on my phone that i wrote out ones that are just there yeah for more information yeah. yeah but there you go so i will start off with this right so on a camping trip in missouri in 2015 little isaiah torres ate some cake that's what he did he ate some cake Yummy. um it was said to be meant for his sisters and he ate it without asking so Mauricio Torres, who is Isaiah's father, decided as a punishment for this, he would hit his son and make him exercise. But uh, did he have cake as well or just then? Uh, I assume he had cake as well, but it doesn't Maybe say too much. Cake. So I don't think he ate all of it. He just ate it without asking. Okay, fair enough. So now for Mauricio, this punishment didn't seem enough. 
So he decided a bit of punishment to fit the crime. Yeah. And just to warn you, this is a bit horrific. Mauricio, insert, Mauricio inserted a stick into Isaiah's rectum and made the little boy do squats. Yeah, I mean, it's just That's fucking disgusting. horrible, isn't it? Where, how did they come up with that? Oh, I don't know. Like, I'm being funny, right? What's his name, the father's name? Mauricio. Mauricio. Like, let's do that to you, you fucking animal. Yeah, and see, see how, how you like, like it. it. Yeah. Where was the mum, anyway? Wow. Now we'll get on to that. Oh, sorry. So, Mauricio had admitted to this on the 7th of April 2015 um, when he was recorded. Mm -hmm. um, and he said that it was not the first time using this punishment. Oh, brilliant. But he obviously found it one that worked because he fucking kept on doing it. And what, in what way did it work, though? It made him cry? Like, what, what way? He got whatever result he was looking for out of it. Yeah, exactly. So, Mauricio also said that during this incident of abuse that his wife, Kathy... Yeah. Thought that Isaiah wasn't carrying the torture out fast enough. So, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fucking animal. So she pushed him down, impaling Isaiah on the stick even further. Okay, right. So this is when Isaiah was said to have lost his balance and further fell on the stick. Bless his heart. How old was he, sorry? Uh, six. Oh, my God. I just Poor can't baby. believe what this little boy went through. Like, whoa. Six years old as well. Yeah. Like, that's just... Oh, it's horrific. And, like, for them both, this is what I said, like, about my case. Like, pisses me off that how do two fucked up people find each other? Yeah. Like, is there just, like, do you get that vibe of, like, you're fucked and I'm fucked and we're we disgusting together. people? So yeah. Like I said, I, not that I think one's better than the other, but I always think there's an instigator and a follower. Generally, I wouldn't say always, but generally speaking, there's always that one person where you could say... If they hadn't I, met not this other always. person. Like I said, not always, but generally speaking on rule of thumb for I me. I don't think that's true. I don't think I don't think that's true because I think like you within a reason have a power to stop something. Yeah. And I, it, but if you like she, for instance, has decided that he's not doing it fast enough. Mm. So all right, the dad's done it in the first place, but she's then gone and mm. made it even worse. So then who's the instigator in that one, would you say? Yeah, no, I see what you're saying, I do. But I always think there's one person that starts it and the other person continues it or... I think you upholds bounce off it. each other. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, for do. sure. Yeah. So Isaiah's only crime was pinching the cake. And no doubt, for me... He was probably fucking hungry. Yeah, I, I think he was probably being denied this cake as a form of torture towards him anyway. Like, yeah. this is for your sisters, you can't have it. No, 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 yeah. type thing. Yeah. Um. And you find as well, like sometimes you find it they'll sort of um focus on one sex like mm. you know like maybe he thought the boy should be strong and this that and the other so mm. we're going to punish him in his in his head to make him a better See, man the original write-up that i read of this it all focused on isaiah that he was the main focus of the torture but reading into this that doesn't seem to be the case at oh, all really? they all were yeah okay so yeah the original write-up that was posted on our page made it seem like the other kids were okay and this little boy was picked on mm. like i said delving into it it seems no that's okay. not the way it is and also just for the cake the sake of nicking some cake all right it's naughty and it's a pain in the bum but kids do that but that is the sense of when you have that sort of person that is denying food or has got that control to them it's a massive thing because mm. you've disobeyed what yeah. they said you know like, our kids take the piss out of us all the time oh, it, take, it takes you a lot to like you know punish them whereas some people 
the smallest the thing. smallest tiniest thing yeah. deserves a punishment you know like yeah. our house my house is you can pr- not you can't just eat what you want you know that's a lie but i'm quite happy for my kids to go and get food if yeah they're hungry. if you're hungry it's not the problem, yeah you know like that's just the way it is but yeah. some houses aren't like that you're not allowed you have to ask yeah see i'm more like that my house obviously food, i've never done deny my kids food but i always like them to ask us just purely so i know what they've eaten, eaten yeah but if yeah. if it came to that they'd nick some cake i wouldn't punish them like that i might no. say well that was naughty next time asking yeah, now you're now you're not having dessert after tea type thing yeah but... especially if it was technically was for somebody let's say um mom and mine had come home from a party and they had some cake and the other one decided to eat it mm. then i'd be like look that was his that was cake theirs, or yeah. their cake you know you should never have done that you should have asked like you know yeah yeah but i wouldn't be like right that's it let's get some torture out yeah no, you i just be like are you joking mom <laughs> yeah <Okay. laughs> <You> <laughs> So, due to this incident, this particular incident, obviously it happened more than this, but this particular incident, um, Isaiah contracted a bacterial infection and in a medical centre later he died. So, Dr. Stephen Erickson um, of Arkansas State Crime Lab. Can I just stop you? So, they were on a camping trip. Mm Mm-hmm. So were they home then he got ill? Or yeah. Did he get ill on the From what trip? I can gather, he got poorly on the camping trip. I will go into this a bit deeper oh, later, yeah. what happened. But, uh, yeah, so... Da, 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 da. Dr. Stephen Erickson of Arkansas State Crime Lab said that Isaiah, Isaiah died of acute peritonitis from the traumatic dis- disruption of his rectum from a foreign object, mm. the foreign object being the stick that Mauricio used on him. Yeah. Um, it's been said that if he had received medical attention when he first started to complain of feeling unwell, it's very likely that he would have lived. Apparently, I don't know the time frame, but he did complain of having a tummy ache. But I don't know how close they this was to him dying. Shit, no, they, they wouldn't have. You know, like, get over it. Not at all. Cool. If you can do that to your own child, yeah. then you're not going to care about tummy aches. And it is, like most abusers, uh, Marisha and Kathy didn't seek medical attention because they didn't want to be caught. No, exactly. So they know what they've done was bloody yeah. wrong yeah. and disgusting. And if you don't know that that's wrong, then you need to you need to be locked away. Yeah. Because you're a serious threat to everybody, yeah. you know? Definitely. Yeah. So Dr. Eric Erickson also showed a series of graphic autopsy photos containing ex- extensive bruising, scars, puncture wounds, lacerations, and other marks covering Isaiah's body at the time of his death. I didn't look at these. They are online. I'll probably look. Yeah, I might later on, but I was so into this case at the time, I thought I just can't handle any more at this particular... Yeah, sometimes it's a bit too much. Yeah. I tell you, my case that um, I'm doing next week, when I looked at those autopsy photos, like they, I didn't, I stopped the case and then I was rushing to do it because I hadn't finished it because it was too much for me. Yeah. It was was too much in one sitting, isn't it? And I think because there was such a close connection of age with my children, that was, it was a bit real, it was a real... You find it really hard to detach from it, yeah. Yeah. Now, Isaiah and his two sisters were not the only children of Mauricio. Um, He had, over the years, uh, quite a few, actually. Um, And not all reports, uh, sorry, and all, most, not all, most report some level of physical or sexual abuse. Brilliant, you absolute animal. Yeah. So, and that's what I mean about the original write-up that I read made it seem like it was all on little Isaiah, but reading through it, not at all. Right. So now, between the 1990s and early 2000s, it said that Mauricio had three stepchildren and two biological children who lived with him at some point during this time. Right. 
and in fact in the early 2000s the arkansas arkansas sorry if i'm saying that wrong arkansas Arkansas, Arkansas. Arkansas, Arkansas, Arkansas <laughs> Department of Human Services investigated multiple reports of child maltreatment before the five children were eventually adopted to other families around the time of around 2005. Right, so, but then this was, these were separate children. Yeah, the, this is before Isaiah and his sisters, his two sisters, were on the scene. Were social workers involved with them? Yeah, so they got taken away and adopted out. No, were social workers involved with Isaiah? Uh, not really. This is where it just like, this is where they let themselves down, isn't mm. it? Like you know, like they people might have thought, why did they remove those children? But yeah. actually, look what happened to the other children. So really, realistically, those social workers probably ch- saved some of those children's lives. Mm. Yeah. Oh. But then didn't follow through. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. But it's disgusting. It really is. So in an effort, well, I, I do think. Okay, these children have got taken away. Why were they not looked into when it was said they had more children? Yeah. But there are kind of reasons for this. I wouldn't say it's a it's a complete, oh, okay, I can see. But in an effort to hide what was going on, every time people would get too suspicious, Marisa and Kathy would just move away. Oh, of course they would. Yeah, that's the easiest yeah. way, yeah. And the children also, they weren't allowed to mix with the other children. And in Isaiah's case specifically, when the school got suspicious of bruises and just the way that Isaiah was acting, he was taken out of mainstream school and homeschooled. Of course he was. We literally said that, didn't mm-hmm. we? Yeah. Yeah. The children were told to wear long sleeves, like shirts, trousers, yeah. tights and anything mm-hmm. else that would cover them up so that marks left behind from the abuse of the children obviously wouldn't be seen. Such a shame they didn't tell anybody, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you don't know, they could well have done. Well, they may, yeah, but like I said, they just pick and up six and leave. Well, or like, I know it's, I can, can't blame teachers and stuff like that, but it's sort of, when you're a teacher, it is your job to maybe try and look out for those mm. children that might be being abused or could show signs of abuse, because it, it's not that hard to tell mm. in a child. Not always, if no. If they're coming to school in blazing hot summer and long sleeve tops yeah. and stuff, if it's once, fair enough. If it's all the time, then yeah. you start to maybe question, question it. Yeah. It, or if they're quite have a reserved. suspicion at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if they're sort of nervous, even like just around adults. I imagine they if if you were or just exhibiting strange behaviour, yeah. like completely different to other children. You think, mm, I think is there something there? Is it worth looking into yeah, at least? Yeah, Obviously, sure. I think you never want to accuse or make accusations that aren't really there. But it, it's worth an investigation, isn't mm-hmm. it? Even sure. if you take it to your supervisor, headmistress, whoever, yeah. just be like, something doesn't ring right there, I want to keep an eye on it. Yeah, exactly. Not that I'm blaming the teachers. For no, it is bloody hard. It really is. That's sort of the job that they take on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like me and my job. My job is to, again, like, if I've got to also look out for signs of maybe them being abused, because you never know. Mm. You've got to look out for those signs within, you know, they're, they're in a care home yeah. setting. Yeah. <laughs> And I would assume it is in America and Australia and anywhere, really, the same as it is in England. Okay, that's not your main job, but you are taught things to look out for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So one of Mauricio's stepdaughters said that he came into her life when she was three. Okay. Her words were, it wasn't the greatest life that someone could have. I was sexually abused by him. 
She alleged that Mauricio placed his lips on her vagina along with other sexual acts in 2004 when she was around the age of four. Okay. So the police report, a police report was filed against this claim at the time, but, but, yeah. there's always a but, because her biological father was in a custody dispute with Kathy, that was her mother, yeah. over her, yeah. it did not result in charges against Mauricio being made as it was um, argued that she was made to say these horrible things by oh, her father. fuck you. Like in most cases though, this should definitely have been looked into more and considered as a possible truth, even if it did turn out to be her father was making this stuff up, it should have been looked into. Poor girl. Yeah. I mean, it could have stopped him, possibly I mean, the actual him. the biological dad, like, he knows he hasn't told her to say it. She said it, so he must know that it's happening. Yeah. And, fuck all can and do it doesn't it. say much more about what he did to try and get this looked at. Yeah. So, yeah. now, this poor girl, she said that she's been to counsellors her entire life to try and work through what had happened to her. Mm. And given that... All the other kids, which I will mention later, her in Mauricio's life or care at one point, um, have said things like this against him. I have no doubt that oh, no, this took sure. place. No doubt. Even just with her saying it. Yeah. You know, I feel like, yeah, if she, yeah. you wouldn't go to counselling or holler. And also as well, she's what basically watched them kill her brother, probably. I don't think this little girl did. Oh, she had different... This was, this was before Isaiah oh, okay, and his sorry. sisters. Okay. So... Another one, Quentin Martin, who is another stepchild of Mauricio's and is currently serving time in jail for breaking and entering, um, said that he lived with Mauricio and Kathy when he was four up until the age of eight with his brothers and sisters. He said that he it was a daily occurrence. He would get hit with belts from their ankles to the top of the backs. And he said, I guess for his amusement, this was for his amusement. Aww. He'd make us come into the living room and fight each other. And if we oh. didn't, he would hit us. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. That's fucking nasty. That is probably one of the worst things you could possibly do yeah. to children. He's not just doing you it know, to them. You, He's making them do it to each other. You, you wouldn't want to hit your brother or your sister, you know, it wouldn't be, you know, because you want to stick together. Yeah. And then you do get that thing of self-preservation. I have to do this and yeah. I have to do it better than them. As I am going to get yeah. done, yeah. you know, it's. Yeah. That's disco. That's fucking horrible. Yeah. So not all you, you are kind of I guess I don't want to say smartly, but for Mauricio, smartly he's also turning them against each other. Yeah. Oh which yeah. Which helps him. Yeah. So Mauricio once hit Quentin over the head with a piece of wood so hard that it left him with serious injury. Couldn't find out what the serious injury was. Right. But left serious injury. And it doesn't say anything of what happened because of that. So I just, my assumption is it was serious, but he was left to heal and that was that. Yeah, or it took him to the hospital and told a different story. Yeah. He didn't tell anybody. Not that, not that it's his yeah. fault, but, you know, he's stuck to the story. Yeah, and it does say that, that they wouldn't say that <sighs> it was Mauricio doing this. Mm. So Quentin also told the court that other things Mauricio, Mauricio would inflict uh, would be things like sleep deprivation sessions. Long periods of excessive exercise, which is what he was trying to do yeah. to Paul at Lysaia. Yeah. Um, sex and sexual acts. Fucking animal. Yeah. He alleged his... She's just as bad. She's yeah. Just as... He, she upheld it and encouraged yeah. it. So, yeah, you're just as yeah. bad. He alleged that his stepfather would make him and his brothers do sexual acts on, on to each other. <gasps> oh, 
God. Yeah, this man oh is literally the worst of the worst. Yeah, and he makes me feel like sick, sick to my stomach. He really does. He, he hope, did he get the death penalty? I will tell you. I hope so. I hope he's dead already. So Quentin's brother, his biological brother, was Nicholas Martin, who is also awaiting sentences on charges concerning firearms. Um, he said during his testimony that he didn't recall sexual abuse regarding himself or his brother, although he did believe that Mauricio was molesting his sister. Okay. So is that a case of he just doesn't want to admit it or he hasn't processed it enough to talk about or, it? Or, like, I imagine he wouldn't... Maybe he didn't sexually abuse all of them. Maybe mm. it was just some of them. Mm. You know, it, just because it didn't happen to him... Doesn't mean it didn't happen. Well, like I said, he said it that... He believes it happened to his sister. Yeah, exactly. So he's not saying, you know, it didn't happen at all. Mm. But yeah, you're right. He maybe just doesn't want to admit that it happened to mm. him, maybe. But I just feel sorry for him. Oh, it's horrible, In general, isn't it? No, yeah, it's exactly. awful. The prosecutor did ask Nicholas if Mauricio had ever physically abused him. Nicholas described being forced to fight his brothers and often being hit with belts by his stepfather. And if that wouldn't work, he'd use a wide coat hanger or his fists, because that's just the type of bloke that he oh, is. Yeah. Nicholas went on to say that if he cried, the abuse would continue until they stopped crying. So Aww. he'd literally hit them for crying until they stopped crying. Yeah, yeah, of course. Which is horrific. So sad. Yeah. He was just such an awful person, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, Both boys Why said... Why would go on to have so many children as well? Uh, like, why not because not... he needs that, doesn't he? He needs that level of, yeah, I'm in charge. Because yeah. he's an arsehole, basically. Yeah. Both boys said that they didn't tell anyone because they feared for their lives. Oh. Which, yeah. Of course you would. Like, imagine if you did tell somebody and they didn't believe you or they told yeah. them. Like, that's your life. And by, I, I mean... I can imagine that this guy's going, no one's going to believe you, you know, you're worthless, blah, 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 and all the usual shit that comes along with yeah. abusers like this. Yeah. So in the early 2000s, uh, the American version of our social services had checked on them and the children said that their injuries were accidental or caused by normal childhood activity. Things like sports yeah. and things like that. Yeah, of course. And when on the stand, both young men became physically angry and upset when their words were used against them in Mauricio's defence, which, yeah. Well, yeah, well, it's going to, isn't it? Yeah. Because, you know, you're being told you're a liar. Yeah, they've been coached to say this by them, and then when they are old enough and they do come forward, they're saying, well, you said this, so... Yeah. Oh, that's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, I just don't think that should have been allowed. I understand why it was, but it's disgusting. Yeah. And I also think... That the fact that the both boys have had run-ins with the law, it just goes to show that things you experience in your early life, it can really like have a massive impact on the type of adult you become yeah, and the decisions can. that you make. Like I don't always think like just because that happens doesn't always mean you're gonna live a life of crime or whatever or no. repeat the the cycle. But it definitely impacts it. It definitely does. And I can kind of see how you would go to a life of crime after such a horrendous childhood. I really can. Oh, for sure, 100%, I can see that. It it, ruin, it does ruin your life. I mean, any upbringing moulds you, Yeah. good or bad, it moulds you and it takes a lot to change. Yeah, You know, Definitely. to do something different. I mean, you've really got to be in a good mind state as well. Yeah. And have good people around you. Maybe yeah. you didn't have good people around you when you were younger. Yeah. But this is what happens when two monsters find each other somehow yeah. somehow in this big wide world you get two fucked up people and somehow they find each other yeah 
and they both were into the same yeah i mean she was obviously allowing the sexual abuse to happen yeah because i'm very much on the as a mum it's very rare that they don't know that mm. something's going on. Yeah, not impossible, but rare, yeah. It's very rare, especially if it's happening all the time. Yeah, even if years. you don't know to the extent, you know something you know right. Yeah. quite right. Yeah, exactly. Because as a mum, you should be in tune with your child, so you should know if they're acting strangely or the bar, you know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So, Maurice Torres Jr. and Erica Torres, which is his biological son and daughter, mm -hmm. there is actually um, something on YouTube I watched, um, and these two did an interview, and it's quite sad. They're both crying, obviously, and but they seem really supportive of each other, which oh, I thought, yeah. for all the shit that happened to them. Yeah, but that's what some... You'll get that, won't you? You either get the ones that can't stand each other, maybe, and absolutely hate each other for what yeah. they've been through, and sometimes you'll get the children blaming the other child, maybe. Yeah. Um, or you'll get the ones that really do stick together yeah. and realise that's what it was these them, two appear us. to be doing. So, although yeah. this shit abomination thing happened to them, this is they're not case. alone in it. Yeah, it is a horrible case. Um, so, both of these, uh, Maurice Jr. and Erica, they both said that they didn't live with Kathy's children, but they were repeatedly sexually and physically abused by their father before he left their mothers. Okay. Yeah. So he left the mother, he left the kids there. But... Oh, yes, that's easy. Yeah. Don't want them anymore, I can go and find new ones. Yeah. And also, as I imagine, there's an age that he prefers. It seems to be around the age of four, which yeah. I think I have mentioned somewhere later. It does seem to be around the age of four is when he starts to get his disgusting grips into him. Yeah. So Maurice Jr. said that his father would hit him multiple times a day with his fists or with anything that was close by. Right. And that the beatings begun uh, again around when he was four or five. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, that's where I put, that seems to be the yeah. age that he likes. He also said that his father, his father, his father had intercourse with him on a frequent basis. Oh. Mauricio Jr. did not tell anybody about the sexual abuse until Mauricio was arrested for the murder of Isaiah, which again... It must be so hard for these yeah. children as well to know that actually this happened to because they obviously they are somehow related to have perhaps yeah you know, and again for me solidifies that he is warning them against not telling anyone oh for sure he would be and she would probably be as well yeah and you all get that no one will believe you yeah. or i will kill you and you know and you've, you've already he's already hitting you hitting the shower of you so you would probably think yeah you would kill yeah. me and there is a shame that follows it. You're going to think, what are people going to think of me? Which, yeah. for me, I think, oh, no, that's not it at all. Don't think like that. But you can't tell a, a child or an adult that went through that as a child not to think that way. You can't. No. Um, Mauricio's daughter, Erica, said, I was afraid every day. Um, he said he'd kill me and my brother and my mum. Yeah, see? So, again, he's saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And also, as well, the mum, even though she's not protecting them, there still is that bond that you love your mum. Yeah. You love your and mom. these two... Um, said that their mum was a very loving presence in their life. So they said, although they got all sorts of shit off Mauricio, the mum was a good mum and Mauricio did abuse her too. Or was she just a mum to us but to them because he showed them no love? No, this isn't Cathy. Oh, okay, sorry. So, bad. yeah, okay, so sorry. this is Mauricio's children that he had with before he was with Cathy sorry, and then he left Yeah, them. okay, right, okay, sorry. Um, Erica went on to say that her father would force sexual intercourse on her as well, but she also never told her mother or anybody else because 
because she wouldn't be believed yeah exactly and there's also that i will kill you yeah you don't tell anybody you're, or you're disgusting or that you my understanding things. of it is both her and her brother came out after yeah isaiah died yeah and again i don't judge them for not coming out so you know it would have been nice if they had but, but i some, don't judge them at all also as well they've got to be believed like yeah. you know that that you know that somebody hasn't been believed before he can use that and also as well like They've got a root. They've got ruined their mum's life basically by telling them this happened. Mm. Well, you know, and she feels like she hasn't protected them. Yeah. And also as well, they've they've got the people got to believe them. Yeah. It's your word against theirs at the end of the day. For these two specifically, their mum is the only reliable, loving adult in their life, and he's saying, "Well, I'm going to kill her if you do this." Yeah. You're not going to want that one person. Yeah. Six or seven. You're not going to want that one person to get murdered because they're your protector. No. So you're going to do all you can to protect them. And as they get older and he's left, it's sort of a case of trying to forget about it. I know they wouldn't forget about it, but you know, it's that it, that was in the past. Mm. This is now, so I'm not gonna. Yeah. And then when he was arrested, they probably felt like they could. Yeah. They had. It's a safe it. time now. Mm. Somebody will believe me. Yeah. Yeah. Now back to, more to towards Isaiah. So Isaiah's sister um, testified, then age nine that she had witnessed her father perform repeated beatings and other acts of abuse on her brother, mm. including the events leading up to his death. That's so sad. Yeah, I mean, how horrible for her to have to watch this. And it doesn't say anything about if anything happened to her, but given everything... Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Now you said it, yeah, for sure. And she'll have those scars for forever, whether or not anything did happen to her, which I, I feel like Mental it probably scars, did. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you're a child and you're... Hearing your sibling get beat, beat, it must be traumatic. Yeah. Now, in her testimony, she also said of abuse um, that was committed by her mother, Kathy Torres, who um, was at the time being tried for capital murder and first degree battery separately from her husband. Which means not only did this poor little girl have to testify at Mauricio's trial, she then also had to go on and testify at Kathy's. But well done for doing that. Yeah, thing. but this is a nine-year-old girl and I she know. had to relive this so many times. And sometimes the police don't want to put them through it. Yeah. But, and, but sometimes they have to. Yeah. Because imagine if they walk free. Yeah. yeah, they have to. It might, it might be hard for her now when she's nine, but hopefully she can get all the help. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we'll rebuild her life knowing that she, she... She did what she could. Yeah, she made a difference. Yeah. Now, Mauricio himself said that he did he did do some of the injuries to his son's body, but his wife was the one that inflicted most of them, including the injuries that led to Isaiah's death. He testified that he... But he said he stuck a stick up his ass. He did, but then he says that he didn't do anything. So... He was recorded saying that, so I guess in an interview, yeah, he was recorded saying that, but then he recanted. He, I don't know whether he recanted, but at at the trial, he said that he done a few injuries, but nothing really. It was all it was all Kathy. Okay. So he testified that the abuse, um, his son, that he abused his son. Sorry, um, because he was trying to please his wife and didn't want to lose his family. Fucking yeah. dickhead. He said. <laughs> he said. And everyone sat in the courtroom going, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, literally. <laughs> fuck off. He I'd said, be like, if I was a jury member, I'd be like doodling on the pen and paper. Like, yeah. <laughs> so he said, I love my wife and my children. They are my everything. Oh, of course they Ugh, are. This angers me. <laughs> it really does. You never loved any of your children, biological or otherwise. You didn't care. Not, you love no. you. Yeah. Love. Yeah. 
so and again what we were saying in many cases that we don't they just don't admit it no they can't actually like they can't say yes it was yeah. me i mean look at people like scott peterson and people like that like, mm. just fucking admit that you did wrong yeah it was you you've done it you know yeah admit to what you've done you've been caught admit yeah it. we know what you've done no one's buying your shit yeah and, and they must be so do like delirious to think that actually people believe i think they are stupid enough but look at this conversation we were having earlier about something and you know you think actually they think they do actually think you're fucking yeah stupid. that you're stupid and you're going to believe the lies yeah. listen to all our swearing as well Jesus. oh yeah i find that especially with child cases we swear a lot but it's just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to swear for the rest of the case. Mm, okay. <laughs> right, come on, we'll have, we'll have a bet. Whoever swears first owes the other one 20 quid. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm 20 quid. Hey, yeah, whoever swears first buys takeaway next week. Not next week, the week after. Mm, I feel like maybe, I don't know what would be cheaper 20 quid or a takeaway. You can have a McDonald's like double cheese there. Happy yeah. meal. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. So, Mauricio described himself as a coward for not protecting his son, but never thought the abuse would lead to Isaiah's death. What, are you stupid? Mm -hmm. Are people stupid? Uh, like, he is. I don't know about yeah. people, but he is. So, Kathy Torres testified at Mauricio's trial. She denied being responsible for any of Isaiah's injuries. Because, right. of course, she did. Kathy pleaded guilty to her charges in 2016 and is currently serving a life sentence of life imprisonment without the benefits of parole. I don't know exactly what she was charged with. Oh. I don't know if I did know that and I just didn't write it down. <laughs> it's like possible. Me. How possible. old is he? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so she did admit to spanking Isaiah but said that she never abused him. Which does she not consider spanking abuse So who abuse did this then? abuse then? What, how, how did this happen then? Well, she both... says it's him. He says it's her. But, yeah, but I mean, between them both. And they're not thinking, well, who are they going to wonder? It's got to be is? someone. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. even if that was true, like we said earlier, you knew something. But So none of the children, the other children actually said that they witnessed Just this nine-year-old. She actually witnessed his death. Um, I did, she witnessed the abuse that led to the death. And did, did she say who it was? Or did she say it was both of them? It doesn't really say. I guess maybe because she's nine, they're not... No, they're only going of what she testified and nothing yeah. else. Yeah, okay. I would imagine that's the case. Because uh -huh. it is still... An... And also as well, when you've got a nine-year-old on the stand, you do need to be careful what you mm. say. You have to have some dignity with it, even if you're in yeah. the prosecution, you know? So yeah. she would have been... Because this happened in 2015, it was 2016 when it first went to trial, so she would have been eight when it, it went happened. went to trial quite fast. Yeah, it did. Was, yeah. So Mauricio was convicted by a jury and sentenced to death in his first trial in 2016. Okay. Emphasis on first. Okay. So that decision was overturned by the Arkansas Supreme Court because prosecutor did not give enough evidence to warrant the death penalty. Oh. Uh, the state's high court ruled that because the alleged crimes happened in Missouri, Arkansas authorities could not use rape as a substan uh, to substantiate capital murder charges. Right. Okay. Which I did look into this a bit. I couldn't really make head or tail of it, but. Say it again. So because it happened in Arkansas. Yeah, exactly. Because it happened in Missouri. Yeah. And they were from county. Arkansas. Yeah. Um, so the Arkansas authorities could not use rape to substantiate capital murder charges. Oh, so that's the legislation was... that they yeah. have in their country then. That's why. It's yeah. Just, that's a shame. Yeah. So mm. in March of this year, 
Mauricio faced his second jury trial uh -huh. and was um, convicted of the same charges. However, at this trial... The same charges where? In Missouri, this first time? The yeah. same charges that he got done for before, which they overturned yeah. because of the reasons of it not being He's substantiated. Yeah. So, yeah, he got found guilty of the same charges. Okay. But at this trial, Quentin Martin, which was his stepson, yeah. attacked Mauricio in the courtroom during sentencing. Well done. While the jury was present. Well done. It is well done, but it bit him in the ass, which I don't think is fair, but it did. Benton County Circuit Judge Brad Caron, Karen, Karen, um, concluded because of this incident, Mauricio should have another trial. Oh. Mm -hmm. Which I get maybe, Why, maybe from a legal point of view, he had to do, but I don't know. Maybe because the jury was there, they seen it. So yeah, it's like, so it's sort of, see, yeah, it's sort of um, making them sway one way or the other. doesn't it, what actually happened to this poor boy. Yeah, mm -hmm. but see, for me though, I think it just shows the level of emotion and hatred that this boy felt for him. I know, him. but the jury seen it. So yeah, it's oh. not fair and I think it should have been left, but. I because guess legally, up, maybe he wasn't. Because in a courtroom, something could happen, right? And the judge could overturn it and say, actually, no, the jury have to forget about that specific thing. Now, if you're sat in the courtroom and you hear evidence of... You can't just forget it and get no, it out of your head. You, no. you, when you go to sentencing, you've always got that. You're yeah. not allowed to use it, but... You've it will still yeah. influence you. So I just think Or has potential to influence yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like... And again, maybe for a judge, it is frustrating because maybe he got the sentence that perhaps he thought was fair but he has to legally yeah yeah do it the official way mm. so Mauricio was due to stand trial again last month right but COVID. this year last month COVID. well it's not even COVID oh. uh this was cancelled to give time for Arcan the Arkansas Supreme Court to decide whether he should get a completely new trial yeah. or just be resentenced after he was found guilty in March and just obviously resentenced because why would you waste all that money? Yeah. It's so taxpayers' money. Yeah. So I guess that is what it's all about. And also it's about like, do you, do you know what? Plead guilty, you absolute asshole. Yeah. Because He's not going to You know you're fucking guilty. Yeah, but he won't. He won't. I just hope that he will get the same sentence. You know, he'll receive all the same as the first two trials. And hopefully his poor victims, which there seems to be many of, can get sort of some, some more sort of closure on yeah. all this. But yeah, they even, won't know. No, they won't. I they'll never get to a point. Do. No, they'll never get to a point where they're even remotely over and this. And also, as well, it is true. Like I am pro death penalty in the right circumstances. Yeah. But even that, you know, it won't and what justifies the right circumstances? The right circumstances according to you or according to yeah, me? Yeah, of course it is. That's my view. Yeah, but I can see how that happening wouldn't give you any closure. No, it wouldn't. It might make you feel easier that they're off the streets or and that you've done your bit, but it, it won't help you. I mean, it might help you, but it won't. It, it doesn't fix anything. It's no. not. It's not a. You know, that's not going to happen. You go right, okay, brilliant. I can move on. Now. Yeah, it's going to affect just, you forever. But it's just another thing to add to your list of shit, really. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. So that's pretty much that case. I will be looking out to see what does happen with that but as i know well i was searching it obviously and i couldn't find anything being decided yet so it's no. still up in the air as far as i know interesting though yeah i knew about the um i knew i didn't know his name but i knew the cases in him with the stick but Did i you? only knew that bit like you said that actual bit that they put in that would have been all i read i don't yeah. i didn't read it on your facebook it was a while ago i read it maybe when it sort of happened mm. so i but i didn't know any of that 
No. If you know anything about siblings and things. To be honest, it was the picture that drew me to the case. Was it? Yeah. I didn't know. I the, the first picture was this little boy, and I thought, how lovely he looked. And I thought, yeah. oh, I want to read that. Yeah. Yeah. It, no, and I do think, like we say all the time, the reason why we do it is because these cases, some of these cases never get told because mm. people are so interested in the bigger cases. Yeah. Um, which is fine, but then these pe- little people get little people. Yeah. These cases get lost because they're the I mean, this is an interesting case once you've researched it, but some cases aren't maybe that interesting as such. Yeah. But still horrific. Yeah. But haven't got all the sort of <gasps> Yeah, exactly. Like serial killer cases are amazing. Not amazing, that's the wrong point. I know what you mean, though. Because there's so much information yeah. and there's so many different moving parts. And lots of people doing studies into it and that. There's mm. so much different takes on it by people that study this for a living. Yeah, so. of course. Oh, imagine getting somebody on to study. Oh, that'd be amazing. I know. So if there's anyone out there, come on our yeah, podcast. Yeah. Not that we know how to do it yet. No. <laughs> we have to figure that out. We don't know how to do it yet. But yeah, there's um there's a few people that I do want to get on in such in cases, but it's it's their case. Mm. So I want them to come on and sort of and do their case. Tell, oh, that would be cool. Tell, or like no, it's not it's their case. It's their it's something that's happening to them. So I want I will do oh, the case, but I want them to come on and give tell, their side. Yeah, tell us about what happened in their words because I do think sometimes when you get those cases like I I enjoy listening to them because I enjoy like The Vanished if you've never listened to The Vanished mm. I think everyone probably I think I have yeah I have not low but I it have definitely checked is them out absolutely it's probably it's got to be up there with my favourite podcast really ever. it's so good so so good and it's all interviews with people mm. but it's it amazing. is because it gives you a sort of insight Make it more real. We sit here and we assume things. Mm-hmm. Even like we've got the facts that we can get, we assume that the facts we are gathering are true yeah. for a start, and then we make our own assumptions based on those facts. But when you've got somebody else on talking about it, you get to see it from somebody that knew them or knew the family, and yeah. it just gives you a better insight. Yeah. Although those, those sort of cases are, uh, make are sadder for me because you get you really do get to know you get more invested in it yeah, yeah. or like audio cases get me mm. put audio on it because it's real it makes it real doesn't yeah. it yeah you know but yeah yeah that's our care your case it was amazing well done thank you so we'll see you again next week see you next week bye, bye.